Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's up? In today's episode, we're going to be covering what exactly the Solano cryptocurrency is, or Solana, sorry, what the Solana cryptocurrency is, and the token that goes along with it. But before we start, here's the weekly crypto chart that uh, the price movement has gone through this week. We have Bitcoin uh, down around 2% this week. We have Ethereum down around 5%. We have Binance Coin up around 1%. We have Solana that we're covering today down around 3%. We have Cardano up around 9% and XRP down around 11%. So, uh, Alex, do you want to get us started on any uh, the basics of Solana? Yeah, so pretty much what Solana is, it's an open source uh, blockchain p- platform. And it also uses the proof of history and the proof of stake model. If you're familiar with that and then Solana its main goal and it's really good at it wants to solve scalability with speed and I can tell you Solana is very quick with everything yeah just because there's not a lot of congestion with the, within the market because I'm mean, not a lot of people know about it or they know about it they just haven't really invested much into it so the speeds are very high and it's um, designed to hold decentralized apps, aka DAP, which we've uh, discussed in a previous episode, I believe. And then, yeah, didn't you go over that, Michael? Uh, I think we covered what like a decentralized exchange is, but a decentralized exchange is very similar to a DAP. It's pretty much just like an application on the blockchain, if for like a basic definition of it. Yeah, so the open source project Solana, obviously, that we're talking about today is run by the Solana Foundation and is maintained in the United States, which is pretty cool. And it it was built by the developers in San Francisco Bay and Solana Labs, and it was a it was for a profit company. Yeah, so expect like a lot of a lot of the cryptocurrency companies like Ethereum or Polkadot or similar cryptocurrency foundations they're actually a non-profit but this one's different because they're a for-profit company which their their main goal is to actually make a profit so it i like uh for-profit companies more probably than like the non-profit uh companies because they're working to make money so like it kind of i just feel like they're working harder to make a profit than those that are non-profit if that makes sense yeah because like they have to compete to make a profit instead of just like being a non-profit and like uh like not having to work as hard yeah that makes sense and i feel like um since they're a profit company they're more based around us as yeah, investors exactly. and not just kind of just putting it out there yeah 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 like they they're uh like focusing on scalability and like 
making the platform like larger, but they yeah. they also want the price move it to go up since they're uh, like that's their main income. Yeah. And like for a brief little history of Solana, so the creator of Solana was it's created by <clears throat> Anatoly Yakovenko. So um, he actually named Solana off the of the Solana Beach that he always used to go to. And so pretty much he's the CEO of Solana Labs and uh, Solana is pretty much just a decentralized computer network, aka a blockchain, just like every other cryptocurrency. And Solana pretty much has all the normal blockchain and crypto features, but it uses something called proof of history and that's why Solana is so fast. So proof of history is kind of a complex topic to like describe and uh anatoly yakovinko pretty much is the creator of the proof of history concept well i wouldn't say the like uh he wasn't like the first person to ever do it but he was like the first person to ever make it mainstream and so pretty much with proof of history every single transaction is time stamped so it's kind of like to have a basic example is the computers and nodes that run the blockchain are able to shove as many uh, transactions into into one block as possible because they don't have to agree on what time those transactions happened because every transaction is time stamped so pretty much they're allowed to the blockchain is allowed to send transactions through without like agreeing on time the transaction gets done and then once the transaction is done the nodes are allowed to go back and time stamp them if that makes sense so this is why they're able to move so fast because they're not worried about time they're able to just push it push it all through and then they're worrying about time later Mm. unlike many other blockchains where before any transaction goes through all of the nodes agree on what time it is because they have to know what time it is to create the block but for solana they're shoving everything through letting the transactions go through and once the transactions go through they organize everything by time if that makes sense yeah i feel like more kind of crypto should be implementing that yeah i mean this is really why you've seen so much like kind of movement towards solana because like obviously proof of history doesn't like it's not how it works like it still uses the proof of stake model the proof of history model is just built on top of proof of stake but it's such a nice feature because like, I think Solana is able to do, like, if they wanted to, they're able to do over, like, 100,000 transactions per second, which is more than Visa can do. Yeah, that's and, and, like, if you've ever bought Solana, like, uh, I know Alex and I have, there's almost no fees. Like, they're pennies on the dollar compared to Ethereum. That's yeah. literally hundreds of dollars worth of fees. So It's very nice. I, yeah, and especially this is why, like, also I... Uh, and looking forward to Ethereum 2.0, like kind of like the updates to blockchain, because they're going to implement things like proof of stake and proof of history, which is really going to improve it. And that's, I'm, I mean, even though Ethereum will copy it, I still believe Solana has a place because it's so fast and it knows how to do it so well. Yeah, and it was on, like onto the idea a lot earlier, so they've really kind of detailed that down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, with Solana, like when it compares to when you compare Solana to other blockchains like other blockchains have to constantly agree on time that's pretty much what like these blockchains are spending all their power and time doing is just agreeing on what time it is because because without knowing what time it is you don't know when the transaction happened and since all these other blockchains have to agree on time before 
every block is formed it takes too long and since like the time is stamped they just uh solana is just allowed to pretty much just uh agree on time later and solana can add 2.5 blocks to the blockchain every second which is pretty crazy because probably thousands of transactions can go inside one block so it's just it's just crazy to see everything so fast yeah yeah is there any, uh, anything else you want to add for no pretty much just Solana is a lot quicker than a lot of her a lot of other coins and the, like you said before the transaction fees are almost nothing and which I think is amazing and it makes it a lot easier to trade mm-hmm. so like also with the proof of stake model or proof of history model Solana also uses a proof of stake which um proof of stake is a lot more eco-friendly because it uses a lot a lot less power when compared to something like proof of work um like like mining and since solana is so like decentralized there's no requirements to be a validator and this is really good because it allows the little guy to stake their crypto and like become a member of the blockchain and like especially like me i will say i'm personally staking my solana and I have received like a stake reward because every 30 days you receive a 6% reward. And I'm also looking to invest more because I believe in the future of Solana. And that stake reward is 6% stake reward is really nice, especially for someone like a small like investor like me. So I'm personally looking forward to that because I the proof of stake model is also faster and less. Uh, it requires less power, which I enjoy, which I like as well. And there's no fo- uh, voting fee for the validators that are on the nodes, and a node is pretty much just like uh, a pool of people that put their crypto up, and there's just like one small computer that runs transactions and agrees on it. It doesn't require much power, but it still allows uh, all the transactions to go through. And just a little bit of like a basic info about Solana, and it has a really programmable blockchain, which is why a lot of developers like to add on to it and why many developers are actually actually leaving other blockchains to uh, build on build their decentralized applications on top of the blockchain and uh, just another some more basic information it can do about 70 to 60 thousand transactions per second the costs are significantly lower than compared to anything else um, like it's much the blockchains much faster and uh, like being able to be faster and do more transactions gives Solana a huge boost in the ability to grow because the faster you can do transactions, the more people that are willing to use your service instead. Like no one wants to have to wait to put their transactions on the Ethereum blockchain when they can go to Solana and pretty much do it instantly. And uh, Ferg, do you want to talk about the uh, NFT space on, on Solana? Yeah, so kind of... So I'll start off with it compared to Ethereum, and compared to Ethereum, it's it can expand a lot quicker, a lot quicker, just because of scalability issues. And um, Solana, what it's doing right now, is just going after Ethereum's weaknesses, like the speed, transaction fees, everything. And Solana is gets bigger and bigger as the network gets uh, a lot more popular, which is a good thing for us to see. And it's ethereum has been getting slower the bigger it gets just because solana is obviously kind of 
I feel like it'll slowly overtake Ethereum. Not yeah. yeah I mean, I, I or sorry about them, but like with Ethereum, the more and more people like since Ethereum's not built for like so many transactions per second, that's why you get so much like high gas fees because they're unable to support a high amount of people and they're like it's pretty much just like creating a traffic jam on the ethereum blockchain but since solana is like is able to do those transactions the bigger and bigger it gets the more power it's able to do because it can actually finish those transactions yeah that makes sense and sort of like ethereum solana is a computing platform that can interact with small contracts and the small contracts are wide range of stuff from NFT markets to games and then decentralized lotteries, so it can do a lot of things. And so, yeah, and especially for like developers, they love like having being able to do anything they want with smart contracts. And like they, and I've seen a bunch. I did a bunch of research, and developers are loving like all the stuff they're able to do on the Solana blockchain with their smart contracts. So it's really like a a bullish thing for for Solana. Yeah, you can do so much stuff with it, and sort of recapping all that so the reason i some reasons i think you should choose solana over ethereum is just the quicker transactions and not because it's not as congested and they can do so much more transactions and then not a lot of people wanting it currently unlike ethereum where everyone wants it since it's such a big name so as solana grows and more people realize that it's kind of like sort of like a little better ethereum i guess you could say i feel and then people will just start going in on that too and then the low fees which i think will draw a lot more people because also while buying nfts the fees are still the same unlike ethereum where fees are like 300 dollars for like a 50 dollar nft it's still like pennies like yeah uh, unlike ethereum which exactly is nice. yeah like especially like I think the main thing that's going to make people switch from Ethereum to Solana or Ethereum to literally any other blockchain and crypto is those fees. I mean, I think Solana's doing the right thing with having such low fees and they're doing the best they can. And, and there, there has been because there's this um, like cryptocurrency triangle, which is one side of it is scalability and other side is speed and the other side is like protection. And you can because ethereum has a lot of protection and ethereum has a lot of uh like scale a bit or has a lot of scalability or speed sorry has speed and protection where solana has speed and scalability because so the solana network's actually gone down twice in the past year i think not for long it's only gone down like at a max a couple hours but it kind of just shows you that so Sol- only solana's only been here since 2017 it was founded in 2017 so obviously it's gonna it, uh, it's still like it's only four years old it still needs more time to work everything out but it's another perfect reason why uh obviously i'm not gonna give advice but a good reason to get involved in the solana or get invested in it because it's so new and it has so much room to run yeah it has just so much potential yeah exactly i mean i think like there's literally potential in the entire cryptocurrency market like there's probably some shit coins that people buy that think it has much potential but in all reality it has none but i think as long as you look for networks and blockchains that actually have use and actually help people with day-to-day life and like that's what i currently look for and what to invest in i think it's just like the best thing 
possible and like because that's what's going to be useful in the future yeah so kind of going off to the nft like i started to do um so personally i've bought two nfts through solana and i used my slope wallet and it was extremely simple it was quick like I said, the low gas fees, and it, w- it was just an all-around kind of good progress, or process, I should say. Yeah. Do you care to explain, like, an easy way, kind of, it may be hard to explain it on the podcast, but do you care to explain to the viewers or listeners, uh, like, what exactly a slope wallet is and how you set it up? Yeah, so a slope wallet kind of just, it's pretty much the same thing as, like, a MetaMask wallet, just the same thing as those, and, um... You do the same exact thing where you buy your crypto from uh, any website you want, and then you just bring it into Slope. And then through Slope, uh, it has a built-in sort of like NFT market, I guess you can call it, where oh, you that's can, pretty cool. yeah, where you can. Uh, it limits a lot of like kind of moving around your um, your code or your wallet address, and so you can just do straight through the app. Mm-hmm click buy and then it pops up in your wallet oh yeah that's pretty cool i like i like how like slope has made it i i currently don't use slope yet i'll probably i'm looking into like expanding my the wallets i use but i like how slope has their built-in uh nft marketplace that really makes it really that makes it easier for the easy for the average uh crypto user yeah and it's kind of just like metamask where you have that search bar but (laughs) this one it's more directed towards uh solana type websites i guess you can call it oh okay yeah i know what you mean like yeah. solana based websites that where you, where you yeah. can, like purchase stuff with solana where instead of any other crypto yeah and it just limits a lot of like like i said addresses and it's just super user friendly huh. yeah so we've mainly been so uh so, so far throughout the episode we've mainly been talking about the like all the positives and the good things that solana is and i think with any coin that we go over in the future we need to talk about both the pros and the cons yeah and this what isn't exactly a con but just to explain to the viewers where like the solana like tokens have gone and the solana tokens are obviously used for the transaction fees and the ecosystem on the solana blockchain and the initial funding round sold 13 percent of tokens to like uh venture venture capitalist investors 13 percent uh of the tokens went to the founders 10 percent went to the solana foundation so the company and 39 percent went to funding went to the uh communities that were funding the solana blockchain and so pretty much those are just where the initial like icos which is initial coin offering that's pretty much where the coins initially went so there is some solana whales in the market they're not very powerful especially because this was a few years ago they've kind of selling off and it's kind of the market's evened out so you, you shouldn't be too worried about a massive drop i mean well it's the crypto market anything can happen but it's you won't see anything crazy crazy and just like a weird fact is one time the solana community found a random wallet with like 13 million solana tokens in it and the founders were so like kind of like taken back and distraught by these uh by this random wallet that they literally just burned the wallet and they destroyed 13 million tokens so it's kind of it kind of shows you that they don't really want any massive whales in the market and some people may not understand what a crypto whale is but 
and crypto whale is pretty much just someone someone in the like a uh, cryptocurrency community that holds a massive percentage of like the the tokens like it, it say like a long time ago bitcoin it didn't not as many people were in it and there used to be someone that held 10% of the entire like bitcoin supply Whoa. and if that person it's obviously gone down since then but just an example like that's probably maybe like a billion dollars worth of bitcoin if not even more or maybe at the time it was less but like if if they sold everything they have it would take the price by like 20 30 percent so it like whales can be a good thing and a bad thing because if you have whales in the community and they don't sell it's very hard for like uh, very it's very hard for volatility but there's obviously whales in every single marketplace because there's always people that got in early but yeah just for that's like a basic definition of crypto whales is pretty much just really 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 rich people that control the market <laughs> market manipulation sorry. yeah exactly which isn't it which is market manipulation can be a good and bad thing because especially with like shit coins like sheep and like doge you're able to make money market manipulation is not legal well not exactly legal in like the stock market but it's not it's not really uh, a good thing it's kind of frowned upon yeah it's fr- it's it's pretty frowned upon especially with market manipulation especially when you're just lying to people like it's not really a good thing that's why you kind of have to be you kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt when you're looking at instagram like people telling you what to buy because you're just like is this person who's trying to make money off me like is he just like losing money with doge and he wants me to buy more doge you just have to be like okay this person's probably scamming me and just like some basic uh more solana like uh uh just like facts um so pretty much the fees on solana nfts are much less when compared to ethereum nfts or other blockchains um solana allows small creators to make and buy nfts so like i would i wouldn't be surprised like especially if a lot of small and small artists and like maybe like single or just like small like investors and like people with not that much money like create and buy nfts because just the fees are so low they're able to do whatever they want you know what i mean yeah like they're able to actually sell a five dollar nft and it only costs five dollars yeah well i was well i was searching through the marketplace looking for an nft collection i was interested in there are a lot of like uh kind of collections i've never heard of and they were Mm -hmm. you can tell they were like either early in their kind of design or or not designed in their collection or they were just like very low level but it's a lot it's very it's kind of easier for artists to get in to yeah yeah, yeah like you can tell like they're just like a small community yeah like, they're not anything huge yeah it's not which like... is kind of which is both good and bad because there isn't a bunch of like of people talking about it but when you get down to it that's what like regular people are buying if that makes sense yeah like like millionaires aren't aren't on the solana blockchain but once they are you'll see more and more and yeah. the fee and like the blockchain is going to be able to handle it and kind of the last thing i have to say is solana you can look at solana in two different ways you can either look at solana um in the inflationary term which means like inflationary like they're going to keep printing more tokens and your tokens are going to be worth less or you could look at it in the deflationary term which is they're going to burn tokens and your tokens will like uh be worth more because there's less of supply and for the inflation side 
So it has a it it has an inflation schedule. The Solana like token does, which the, uh, the staking rewards are currently eight percent. Uh, they've been the it started at eight percent. They've been cut, and they get cut every few days by a really 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 small amount. Eventually, the staking cut will stop until it hit one one point five percent. Like that's why I was talking about earlier how I am currently staking my stuff now, so I want to get as high amount of return as I can possible. And I want to I want to do an episode on staking, which I think is going to be really important. And if you have any if you have any questions, feel free to contact me about it. I'll talk in uh, or contact us about it. We'll be happy to explain what staking is, but it's pretty much just you give your crypto to another ent- entity. And you hold it, and you get a reward for kind of just holding your crypto. And the total supply that like Solana started off is 500 million, but it will increase through the staking rewards because it pays uh, people that stake their stake their Solana by giving by by printing more Solana. And uh, just like to look at the deflationary like stance of, which is uh, they're gonna burn more, and your tokens will be worth more. Um, so for a long time, all transaction fees in the Solana blockchain were burned. Pretty much, is just like disappear. They don't exist anymore. But now they turn to fifty percent of all transaction fees are burned, which is a pretty good thing because I like when uh, blockchains burn their fees because I always like when they just burn stuff and get rid of more tokens because that just means that your tokens are worth more. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have to talk about the Solana coin or the Solana network and the Sol coin. So Alex, do you have anything else to say? Uh yeah. So just just as a heads up, if you're looking at buying an NFT an Solana NFT through Slope, just make sure that it's verified and you it, because since so many people since it's a lot easier to kind of drop a collection i guess there's good there could be a lot of ripoffs because i i did notice that where it was a bunch of kind of just screenshots pretty much of other collections that they were selling so just make sure you do your research before you buy anything yeah i've been especially with like it being small like um like not not really communities but small like art collections people can easily get scammed because they really don't know what it is so just like alex said make sure everything's verified yeah it's kind of just a reminder that everything you do in the crypto space just make sure you're doing it right like make sure you have your like your your wallet address right make sure you have everything secure it's just the crypto space really isn't like main mainstream enough where everything's protected and it's just you kind of you kind of just have to fend for yourself right now if that makes sense yeah just hope you're doing well research and make sure you're doing the right thing yeah exactly so i think that's uh all we have for you all today for the solana network and the soul token uh for alex and i are obviously very bullish on the future of solana and i think we're both going to be looking to invest more yeah into the network and if you all have any suggestions or have any comments about the solana network and the soul token feel free to contact us either email us or follow us on instagram uh our instagram is at nft underscore nation underscore podcast we much uh, appreciate if you gave us a follow on there if you feel so inclined there is a opportunity for you all to support us if you want to on our 
uh, Anchor platform. Our Anchor platform uh, should be on our Spotify account. So if you just want to go there, there's an option to support us. It's kind of similar to Patreon, but you obviously don't have to do that. And uh, Alex, do you want to say anything before we head out? Um, yep, just make sure you guys are doing the right thing and doing your research. Yeah, as always, guys, have a great one, and uh, we'll see you all later. Thanks for listening.